Welcome to the Ride With Us podcast, presented by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, the world's largest ride enthusiast organization dedicated to the appreciation, promotion, and preservation of roller coasters around the globe. So please keep your hands and feet inside the podcast at all times as we welcome your hosts, Jessica Gardner and John Davidson. Enthusiasts, I don't know about all of you, but I am always thinking about my next trip where I'll be able to ride a coaster, especially if I take a trip where I can hit multiple parks and maybe even get some new credits in on the way. Well, behind the scenes of the ACE podcast team, this is something we talk about all the time. We are always sharing stories of trips we've taken, whether riding the coaster was the destination or whether we attended a destination wedding and looked up parks in the area to visit before the rehearsal dinner. Well, we thought let's have some fun and why not let you all in on that conversation? Maybe it will inspire you to book your next trip or maybe you can even reach out with some ideas and inspire us. I mean, there's 7,000 of us now. We should be sharing and maybe we could even come up with a list or a map maybe. I don't know. So here is a great conversation and hopefully a conversation starter between two members of our podcast team, my co-host John Davidson and introducing the person behind our fantastic show notes. You know, the show notes that tell you where you can find everything in our podcast. Well, that is written by the wonderful Liz Tan. So go ahead and take it away, John, and welcome Liz to the podcast. Thank you so much. It's good to be here. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It took a little bit of pushing to get you uh, in front of the microphone because normally you're a behind the mic kind of person. 100%. So here I am in front of the microphone. It's pretty <laughs> exciting right. and a little nerve wracking. Well, I definitely think you should forget about the nerves because we are just two people who met in line in front of our favorite coaster. And what is your favorite coaster that we're about to ride? That is Gold Striker at California's Great America, which is my home park. Gold Striker. Okay, so that means we have about 30 minutes before we're so close to the flybys that we can't hear each other talk because the coaster is rolling by after that first drop. You are right. And that's my favorite <laughs> place in the world is standing oh. right there for the flyby. I love it. And doesn't it make even... the best pictures? Oh, I, well, I've sent you more than a few of okay. myself fair, standing there. Fair, fair, fair. Because you can't true. stand and that's on the stairs. So you're walking up the stairs. You can't help but to turn around and take a picture of that first drop. Oh, it's so cool. And that sound when it when it comes through the tunnel, I always feel just absolutely welcomed into the park as soon as I hear that. Nice, nice, nice. All right. So coaster trips. So I have only been to your park because I went on a destination to where I flew in, rented a car, and hit I think it was four, maybe five parks. So let's oh. start with that type of uh roller coaster trip. And uh, how do you feel about the destination trips? Yeah, I think destination trips are my favorite because usually it means I've taken off work and I'm not working. I'm just going and I'm, you know, when I wake up in the next morning, what's my what's my plan for the day? Oh, I'm going to a new park today. I'm going back to the same park and I'm going to ride the rides I didn't get to yesterday. I love that being able to fully immerse myself in that coaster road trip. So that's our destination trip where you're just going and you're, Nothing else is happening for you that week, except for those coasters. I saw you on a trip last weekend. 
This weekend was the ACE event at the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk, and we had 67 ACERs who got an hour and a half of ERT on the Giant Dipper. And then, that was amazing. I was there with our co-host, Jessica Gardner. I got to take a few turns with her and her husband. That was amazing. And then we had an excellent uh, buffet lunch, as always, and then some folks from the park gave a good long talk and explained a, a whole lot of interesting things and added some source for speculation for the future. So it was a really terrific day at the it's Beach Boardwalk. It's not an ace event without some speculation. So did you stay till it was dark? We did not. We had to get home. So we stayed oh, until about 2.30. That park is fantastic at night. You're not and, wrong. And I have to say that because I've only been there when they've cut off buying tickets and wouldn't let you on the rides. How did you get there? Uh, it's only 40 minutes from us, so we just got up a little early yesterday and drove over there. So it's a yeah, nice, nice day out. 40 minutes is not bad. So what would you consider that? Would you consider that like the extended weekend or would you consider that a road trip or a coaster trip or where would you put that in your groupings of coaster trips? I call that a day trip. Day trip. Just I a like day that. trip. Day yeah. trip. So how Slept many parks on do both you ends. have in your day trip? It was just one in this particular trip. Uh, I considered hitting Great America when I got home, but I just ran out of energy. I am so jealous that you can day trip Great America. It's pretty amazing, I have to tell you. We live about 10 minutes away, so I get over there every chance I get. This week, I did a a new and epic thing. I took a meeting from Great America, and uh, don't tell my boss, but I dropped the call for four minutes to ride Gold Striker in the first row and then got back (laughs) on the call after the ride ended. Okay. That's amazing. That's pretty, pretty epic. So, so you didn't like go out to the parking lot and take the meeting. You said, I'm going to take it from the line and then I'm going to pause or mute and then get back on after I ride the coaster. I did. And then I even continued the meeting while I was driving the newly rethemed uh, cars. That, that is awesome. So, how far is is, you? Oh, that's quite a bit. That's uh, five and a half hours from here. Oh, so that's those that's like Magic Mountain for you. That makes yes. sense because they're close to each other. If we're if we're road tripping to Knott's, we're gonna also definitely involve Magic Mountain. I mean, you so, pretty much have to stop on the way. So, what would you consider that? Would you call that the extended weekend or the weekend trip? Or sure, that's your extended weekend trip, right? If you're driving five and a half hours, you know, maybe it's four and a half to Magic Mountain and then another hour onto Knott's and Disney's in the same area. That's gonna be like you want to have at least three days there to do everything. Yeah, so do you often, so then what do you do, like hotel it then? We're a hotel it. And then once in a while, I'll try and Airbnb, but I feel like it's not as consistent of an experience. So I, I tend to wind up at the same hotels. Airbnbs that I, I find personally that they want you to stay a couple days and there's always an added cleaning fee. And then so like hotels, it's like straightforward. This is what you're going to pay. <laughs> you know, you right? got a clean room and a shower. Man, wait. But, it, you know, it could be a nice long weekend to do all those things, to do a Magic so, Mountain Knot. And is it, that, yeah. Is that your favorite extended weekend or do you have another extended weekend beside Disney Magic Mountain? That's pretty much it. I mean, I don't know how you could top that. There's Full Throttle, which is absolutely my favorite ride. And that's a Magic Mountain. But there's that. And then, you know, you go to Knots and you've got Ghost Rider. So you said you've got your, your go-tos. So where do you always stay when you're in that loop? 
I, there's a Spring Hill Suites Residence Inn that is right across the highway from Magic Mountain. If you're lucky enough, you can get a room that has a view of the park. And I love that. I love waking up and seeing uh, the rides testing before the park opens. Right. And I think I was talking to you one weekend when I was in Orlando and I stayed at a hotel near SeaWorld and I got to see that every morning. And it's just Ooh, such a treat yeah. to see the parks waking up. I love it. Especially Mako because it, it has that long straightaway with all the all the hills. And you can see it from everywhere. So it's that's a <laughs> yeah, fun part of the day. Definitely can. We also, this was not a road trip, but we've also been to um, Legoland in Malaysia. And we stayed at the hotel there. And seeing that park wake up was one of my, a very special thing. It was really neat to see all those rides waking up and see how similar, but how different the park was. Wow, we will have to circle here. back to that. And then Disneyland, if I can, I will spring for Paradise Pier for one night stay there and then they let they let you park until close the next day so i'll just leave my car at the hotel that's actually like a cool tip it's a great tip and they let you use the pool so to make sure i understand you check in and you can stay there till the next day park close yep you can park there and you can continue to use the pool and the the amenities so even after you check out your room you turn in your key you say "I'm, i'm done you can stay till the end of the day yep Nice. Not in the room, but you can stay parked there. So yeah. pro tip yeah. for anyone, you definitely get your money's worth. Definitely good clarification because I mean, a lot of times, I mean, like for me, so unlike you, which you would consider that a extended weekend, I would consider that a destination. The last trip I did, I flew in and I did Magic Mountain, Knox, and then I drove up to Discovery Kingdom and then Great America. So oh, wow. that's the loop I did. And it was okay. a little more, let's well, it's a little more like extended weekend, but we'll, cool, we'll go ahead and call it an extended <laughs> weekend for clarification's sake, because that's four parks and that one drive was pretty long between the two. That's but, a long yeah. drive. Yeah, yeah, there's not which, a lot which, in there, but. Oh, well, we d- we went through San Francisco and we drove across the bridge. <laughs> All right. So it was kind of scenic. That's definitely know. scenic. Yeah. And even the, the valley it, is is pretty scenic too. I grew up in Ohio. I-71 is a whole lot different than I-5. Yeah, for sure. I totally get it. So you kind of dropped a hint and I said I would circle back. <laughs> so you you were definitely, you had a way better destination than example just there. So you went to Legoland where? Malaysia? Malaysia. Yeah, we okay. happened to be there. My in-laws lived there. So we went on a family visit. And I figured since we were there and my kiddo was at the perfect age and loved Legoland, we went and we took a night and we, we got to experience the durian festival. So there was durian everywhere. And if you've ever smelled that, you know what a unbelievable treat that cannot be. That was a little rough, but it was, it was amazing to see all the different kinds of foods because it's a primary, a, a Muslim country. And so you don't see a lot or really any pork. So we had chicken salami at the buffet. I mean, it was just wild and it was a, a just a fantastic experience that we'll probably never be able to replicate. That sounds. Actually, pretty cool. So Legoland, so is it the same as like the Legolands in the States here or is it a little bit different or? It was a lot of things were the same or very similar. Um, If I remember right, everything worked a little bit differently. The food was frankly not as good. But then the Miniland had a lot of local things. So, you know, we're here, we have in San Diego, Legoland has like Vegas and you know, Hollywood, San Francisco, this had Kuala Lumpur, so they had the Patronus Towers. It was pretty unique um, and, and pretty wonderful to see. Cool. 
So our Lego lands tend to have rides and stuff like that. Do they have that in Malaysia too? Because there's... Oh, yeah. Uh, so Orlando one has got a roller coaster and it's got some other uh, dark ride. But in Chicago, there's no roller coasters, only dark ride. So what's it like in Malaysia? So in Malaysia, it's very much like uh, Legoland in Carlsbad in San Diego, which is a trip I used to take when my daughter was younger. She's sadly outgrown it now. Um, but they have... Uh, isn't that kind of sad? It is sad. Do you uh, ever want to go have... to adult days? Adult yes. nights? Yes. <laughs> I'm with you. Very I'm with much. you. Yeah, the okay, hotels sorry, were sorry. fantastic. And, but they, you know, they have a, basically a wild mouse coaster and then a dark ride. Um, and then this crazy arm thing called the dragon something that was just awful and like a spin and spin and throw up kind of thing. So that was not really my my jam. But by and large, we loved it. We had great, you know, a bunch of great trips when she was that perfect age. So it was the Malaysia trip kind of capped it off because she was just about outgrowing it. Nice. So we got to see rides we knew, but then everything looks a little bit different. Oh, that's kind of cool. I uh, absolutely love the Lego franchise and it's just it's so cool because you go and it's like life-size legos <laughs> it's kind of like and, and then wild. but then they also have like immaculate lego representation of stuff in the region and i always th- i always am so fascinated because like in the chicago one they got the sears tower which is now not called the sears tower oh, but you know okay. what? it's something else but but i mean it's got all of the landmarks for chicago so it's definitely cool i got a somewhat loaded question for you would you call that a destination trip or would you call it like a tack on like i was already there for vacation with my family so i decided to tack that on that was a tack on and i'm going to expand on it and we actually tacked on to the end of that trip um with hong kong disneyland which was epic just epic i mean i I didn't know what to expect and i didn't even know what i bought you right, know that's oh a God. separate I, flight. I mean, it's not like well, it was. On, it's well, like in the well, we were same there, place. Ish. Yeah, it was a fantastic <laughs> way to to end the trip. And, uh, you know, it was kind of fun to sort of re-immerse ourselves in something that felt familiar after two weeks of, of a very not familiar trip. Okay, that seems a little weird to me because Hong Kong doesn't strike me as being... Oh, familiar. no, but Disneyland, right? Disney anywhere feels very similar, but yet uh, not. Got so it. we had dim sum for breakfast and our included breakfast. I mean, it was just amazing. Wait, wait, wait. It's Disney. You're required real. to have yeah. the little Disney waffles in the shape of Mickey. <laughs> Isn't that a requirement? I mean, it is. And dim they have that available. Breakfast. Yes. And it was delicious. Uh, they had two restaurants in the hotel and our package include brex- included breakfast on both days. But you had to go on one day to one restaurant and one day to the other. So day one was the dim sum place. Day two was the place that had Mickey waffles. Nice. All right. Well, yeah. so you, you did get, you did end, you bookended the traditional Disney experience. We did. It was, I mean, it was just a fantastic turn of events to do that. And a pro tip in Hong Kong, they let you pool hop among all of the hotels. So we actually had a fantastic night experiencing all of the pools at the at the hotels okay so you let me let me get that straight you left your hotel in your bathing suit and you went to the other hotel jumped in that pool checked it out went to the next hotel got in that pool checked it out yeah we went back and forth yeah between two hotels and then we ended up eating at the buffet at one of them and that was that was an amazing buffet nice so So your key just worked at all the pools it did yeah no it was pretty great 
I would. I know it doesn't always work that way here in the United States. So of course, consult your own travel agent before you know making that choice. (laughs) Well, I I think that is common, at least along some of the parks. I know Universal in Orlando is that way. If you stay on the Universal parks, you can go to the other parks. And I would recommend checking out the Hard Rock. It's a cool little place. So, um, so go back to the tack it on kind of thing. <laughs> sure. Have you have you had some other tack it on uh, trips yeah. you've done? Like you've been somewhere and you decided to kind of check it out. That's pretty much how it's gone. Especially now that we can re- work remotely. When I find myself traveling for for work or for any reason, I'll, I'll always look for a way to tack on. You know, a day or two at a theme park. So recently, I went to Coaster Stock, which is a park run event at oh, Kings Island. Oh, yes. It's, it's kind I was of jealous. I, I, I missed it. I know. I would have loved to hang out with you there. We had a great time. And then I actually tacked on a quick visit to the Columbus Zoo, and I took my nephew on a ride on the Sea Dragon, so an Ace Landmark coaster with my nephew. It was fantastic. And then I uh, spent two nights at Cedar Point at Hotel Breakers. Ooh. Had a great experience there. Hotel Breakers is fantastic. I have reservations there every year. <laughs> Oh, you can't go wrong. I mean, no, the proximity so, to the park, the pot tubs, the pools, it's amazing. I mean, even if so, if you're a coaster person, which you are if you're listening to this podcast, it is, I cannot explain, if you've got a mixed marriage, which sounds really weird, but what I mean to say is my wife is not a huge coaster person, but she definitely enjoys all that, all the amenities you just talked about, just not the park stuff. So like, I will wake up at the crack of opening, which is called early park admission. And me and the kids will walk down and you are in the park in, I'm not joking, like five minutes. So hotel breakers, like I can't, I can't even begin to tell you how close that is. So close. Yeah. So, but, but uh, to my wife's side, and you were kind of starting to mention it, it's like, what, like hotel breakers. I mean, like there is a beach and there is, like you said, not only hot tubs, they have an entire kids, do, would you call it a play water area? Yeah, like a splash Because they got pad, water right slides, splash pads. Yeah. yeah. Like in, in your in your kids can play there. You can't go wrong for a coaster relationship where you want to stay in the park <laughs> and your significant <laughs> other wants to go back to the pool. I mean, you cannot go wrong with staying like right there. Everything. And the pool was open very late. So I think, I think yeah, the like park closed 10? at eight or nine. And the, the, the like pool, 10 or 11 this was in May. It was 11 p.m. Yeah. So those pools were hopping until the, the very end of the night. But it was a great option. And I just loved it. And the hotel has like decent food too. Because they got like a TGI Fridays and a Starbucks. And a, I feel like there's other restaurants. There was the a Hibachi restaurant. And that was, I, I did visit the Hibachi restaurant and I enjoyed it very much. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So, tack-ons, I mean, so you flew and then what, did you rent a car or like how did yeah, you- Yeah, I rented a car. Of- and by the end of the week, I ended up driving all through Cincinnati, Columbus, and then I uh, ended up leaving out of Cleveland. And frankly, by the time I left, I wasn't sure what airport I was leaving out of. I just, <laughs> it was perhaps a little bit much. all together? They really did, but it was a, a really great experience. And I hadn't been to Cedar Point since I was in college. And and that was a minute ago. So a few quite a few things were different since then. Yeah. So I got to experience Maverick, which was a great ride. Nice. And I, I've never experienced the train. So I really enjoyed Boneville. That was a big highlight for me. Nice. And Steel Vengeance. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you and I differ on big coasters. I'm not a big coaster person. So but I, did you Maverick ride? was my limit. I did not. Oh, okay. I know. Maverick, Maverick is solid. No, no complaints. I really like it. I am you know, not I, criticizing you whatsoever. And I need to give a shout out to my friend Joe, who is Mr. Cedar Point, and he was my tour guide for the whole thing. And he gave me a play-by-play on what was going to happen next on Maverick. Nice. So I knew what was coming, and it, that nice. really helped. Yeah, because that because that is the down to the ground multiple launches. It's yep. just a, it's a very unique coaster for. Like compared to Cedar Point, which is, you know, you got Millennium Force, you got, you know, the huge tall stuff, and then you got Maverick, and just all down the ground, so it's a little different. But it was but anyway, speed, yeah, it was. We great. are we are getting into the rides and less about the coaster trip. So yeah. when does it become a destination trip versus a road trip? And I think when you have to fly, what do you think? No, I I think that's good. I mean, it's it's. It's the funny thing about us ACE members, right? We get together and we're always talking about the trips we've taken. We've ta- we're talking yep. about the places we've been, the coasters we've ridden, all that stuff. And then it's hard to kind of lump them together. So I think so far we've talked about the extended weekend, which means we can drive there and we kind of, you know, it's something we can do like near our house, near our home. It's, we kind of, lump it into the thing where we just take one day vacation or whatever, you know, and we just kind of, you know, you know, do yeah. it. And uh, then we talked about, uh, you know, the destination trip where we have to fly there. And I think, I think I agree with you there. The destination trip is flying, kind of landing. I, and I think when I think destination, I think Orlando because there's so many things there and so many people fly right. there. You know, it's kind of probably not fair to say it's the de- destination place, but it's the place I go the most where I grab a car. And, you know, you got all the parks right there and then you got like an easy trip over to Bush Gardens. Um, so, Oh, true. Or SeaWorld. SeaWorld is becoming one of my favorite parks, although I have not it's- been on the new on the new coaster. I was going to ask about that. Yeah. I have not. to try that. Someday I, I have not. the world for sure. So you're the one who dragged me on Icebreaker and made me really enjoy Icebreaker. So I think <laughs> you know what? Not only did we ride in the front, I'm like, okay, come on, you did it once. Let's ride the back too. So we did both. We sure did. Right? It was great. <laughs> it was it was good. Uh not to mention Mako, which is like I think airtime, I think I've mentioned this in the podcast before, but airtime is like is like I think it's the up most there. it's like one of my favorite elements. Uh so let's circle back to the to the road trip you're going to get in the car and you're going to take what a week depends on the, the situation my situation is a little bit unique these days i have a, a kind of a second gig where i teach a four-day certification course in the los angeles area so i've actually been tacking on one or two extra nights to go to disneyland first and then uh stay the four days and teach my class oh that sounds it's, sounds, it's sounds, pretty sounds amazing <laughs> i gotta tell you it's it's pretty rough but i made it work so okay. the last time I taught, I actually treated Disneyland like it was my home park. And I went, I taught the class during the day. And then at night I went over and rode two rides and had a meal and went back. And that's nice. very much what we do here at Great America. So it was kind of fun to have that at Disneyland. Nice. I do that. So I travel for work and I had a, I had a gig for a while that was really close to Hershey. And so there there was, I went ahead and bought a, Her- I bought like last year, I bought a season pass because I'm like, I'm here enough. I'm going to do these like extra gigs where I'm just going to cruise over there for dinner and some coasters. 
So oh, I totally get it. But but the road trip, I feel like you need to like travel and hit multiple. Sure. We we had one like that last summer. It just worked out this way. I feel like this always happens when I'm involved, where it just works out that we go to extra theme parks. Just um, works out. It's also yeah, called it planning, happens. by the way. There's a little bit of that that goes on and I'm pretty <laughs> into the planning piece of it. <laughs> but we ended up doing a, a fantastic thing where we were staying in a house in New Jersey. We were there for something else and we spent one day at Great Adventure. And I, I'd be remiss if I don't mention how cool the safari is at Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey. It's so good. It's so good. It's like, like, a, like why do people not people don't talk about that? Hey, everyone like, talks you, about King Ka and that's great. But, King Ka is awesome. But before the park opens, you've got like a half an hour or an hour drive yeah. through the safari because it is fantastic. It is the unsung hero of that park. And when the giraffe came and licked our car, we were just in awe and we're still talking about it. There's no like zoo bars or, I mean, it's just Ooh. like all open area and you drive between the spots. It was amazing. So was anybody crazy. who's headed that way, spend the time, spend the few extra dollars to drive through that safari because there's nothing like it. Yeah. And if you're a Diamond but, Pass member for Six Flags, it's included. So there's sure no additional cost. Yes, indeed. So it was no cost for me. That was pretty great. But on that same trip, we ended up, I, and the, the planning piece of it, I had wanted to go to Dorney Park because I knew they had Demon Drop. Okay. So I had ridden Demon Drop back in the day at Cedar Point and enjoyed it very much. I remember the commercials. I can still sing the commercials. So I really wanted to go see it at Dorney Park. And we made a detour to do that. And I think it was the highlight of my summer was riding that again. And I do want to say at the top of the ride, my daughter turned to me and said, Mom, this is a lame ride. And then we dropped and she changed her mind. <laughs> so, <laughs> so nice. So nice. So that was a, a great day. We actually, on that same trip, did Knobles on the same day as Dorney Park. And then we went on to Hershey Park before we headed home. So we, we really hit the Pennsylvania road trip circuit and no regrets. It was a fantastic trip that was also yeah, yeah. not horrendously expensive. Demon Drop, if if you've never heard of it, so just tell us this is your elevator pitch because it's kind of an elevator. It is an elevator, right? It's the, like the original Intamin drop ride. And back yes. in the day, I don't know if every park had them, the way the SNS 4D spins are around, right? I don't but think so. There were a few. There were a few. There was actually one here at Great America. I did miss it. I wasn't here then. Um, but it just takes you a fairly short um, ride. And then it holds you at the top for what seems like an hour, right? Well, it doesn't <laughs> just hold about, you. It pushes like you, you outside of the, the elevator. Yeah, yeah, you're like... You, it's like you see the bottom, but you, it just gets lower. I mean, it's just get pushed you farther and farther and farther. Yes. And you don't know when you're going to fall. And I feel it. I even stood at the bottom and kind of counted to have a sense of when we would go. And then I completely forgot as soon as we got up there. And then you fall. And it actually, I feel like when it catches you at the very end, that's like the roughest part of the ride. Cause then you go down and backwards for a bit as you go yes. back into place. But you're, you're kind of missing a point. You end up on your back. You do like laying down yeah. and then it drops you almost backwards on this little mechanism. So it is That's a very, yeah. very, very <laughs> unique. I definitely love the road trips. I did something for the first time I haven't done in a really long time or sorry, really long time. I thought about it for a long time, but I've never done it. And that's the whole, like I brought my hotel with me on my road trip. I see that on your background. So did you rent an RV and- I did. I did the whole RV rental thing and you'd be surprised or maybe you wouldn't be surprised depending on how much of a, a camper you are, but there are lots of parks 
that have RV lots attached to them. So, um, you know, everything from, you know, I'm Central Illinois, so I think, you know, Worlds of Fun, I think, uh, you know, uh, and then, so I went from Chicago, which anybody can take the train up to Chicago and rent the RV, right? So you got, you know, you hit Six Flags Great America, you start going south and you can choose, you know, do you want to go to Michigan's Adventure or do you want to go south a little bit more and hit like Indiana Beach? And then like, you know, if you want to go south a little more, you can go to Holiday World and then you start going out east. And we went all the way to Orlando, which is where I returned the RV. Wow, and that it is was, quite a journey. It was amazing. And like, and like lots of, uh, so uh, Dollywood has RV parking. Um, Cedar uh, Point so, has Lighthouse Point, which is Cedar lovely. Point has our, yeah, yeah. Cedar yeah. Point's got Carowinds has a nice one. And we stayed King's at Carowinds. Kings Island has Camp Cedar, which is no longer officially affiliated with the park, but is very nice just down the road. So there, you're right. There are a lot of places mm. where you can take your RV and have a tremendous trip. And we stopped where there wasn't a park. We stopped in a Walmart or uh, we did Walmart and then we did uh, Cracker Barrel. Oh, yeah, I know they offer overnight parking, right? Yeah, it's great because then you wake up in the morning, you can have Cracker Barrel breakfast before you get on the road. There you go. So if you've never thought about it, it's not as uh, cost prohibitive as you might think. Plenty of companies that rent RVs or local places that rent RVs. And the cool thing about that is not only do you bring your bed with you, you also bring your shower with you and your bathroom with you. And, and, and uh, you got a full size, well, full-ish size, yeah. uh, you know, kitchen area. We'll call, we'll call it a dinette. So, but you can uh, have your meals. You can definitely save a little money if you're going that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. If you're strapped for oh. cash, um, it's definitely a way that you can, um, you know, save some, save, save some money. Uh, so we definitely had a, a a packed fridge. So it was fun. Oh, nice. We we had a good time. Of all of those, what is your favorite type of trip, coaster trip? I'm going to go with destination because you know now that everyone works remotely, I find myself working in some capacity or another while I'm there. And you know sometimes I'm lucky, and all the work, the only work I'm doing is working on a podcast or doing a little East News, right? And those are things I love, but. It's nice to be able to just take the time off and go and just enjoy some parks for a few days. So I think the destination where I get to have enough PTO to enjoy it properly is absolutely my fave. And since it's your favorite, let's dive a little bit deeper. So you go to the parks in the morning and work in the afternoon and then go back in the evening? Or how do you like to mix up your day? Because you kind of talked about working and doing the destination. True, true. Uh, it depends on where I am. If I'm on the East Coast, I'm three hours ahead. So I'm able to get up, do all my daily tasks, have everything done for everybody who's counting on me, and then go about my day for a bit. And then I'll check back in throughout the day and often wind up working after I've closed down a park. So I don't sleep a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But I managed I to, to cover the whole day. So basically so just, you do it based on the time zones. <laughs> Yeah, it works out really well. And if I'm in my same time zone, then I'm a little bit more synchronous. And I'll, I've taken meetings in weird places at Disneyland many, many times. And I'm sure I'll do that again. Uh, I've taken many meetings in Six Flags, uh, Great That's... America, in Chicago. I've taken many meetings. Well, actually, in your neck of the woods at uh, oh, okay. Discovery Kingdom, I took a meeting. Uh, so, yeah, I, t- I totally get what you're doing. 
and I totally love it because all of us it's coaster folks are definitely into the coaster trips and getting to more parks. So it's kind of that's the way, right? I mean, I know I know some people want to get all the coaster credits, but I really love visiting lots of parks. I love seeing a new park. I'll often not even look at a map and just be surprised by what I find there. So whatever I can do to maximize my visitation roster is what I'm going to do. I absolutely love it. And, and I think I do 100% agree that it's not always about the coaster cred. And I know we're a coaster organization. I know we talk about our coaster counts a lot, but sometimes it's about the experience, getting to a new place. And sometimes like the drop, the demon drop, it's a unique flat ride that you don't usually get a chance to do. And sometimes it's a unique coaster too, but it's definitely a fun yeah, often, trip, fun ride. Absolutely. And I, yeah, I just really enjoyed knowing I'd ridden it in both places. There was a, a funny satisfaction in that. All right. Well, we are out of time. So we've talked about so many different types of trips and they were all super exciting. But as a kind of roundup or summary of this podcast episode, why don't you walk me through your thought process on the different types of trips? Sure. Well, we've defined our destination trip, right? That's one where you get to, you're probably going to fly there because it's not close to your home and you're going to take several days or a week or more and really immerse yourself in that experience of those parks in that area. We've also got our road trip where you might be able to spend a weekend or an extended weekend um, driving to somewhere. Maybe it's up to five, six, seven, eight hours from your house and you might try to see every park that you can along the way. And then we've got a day trip where you're able to go to that park and come back home on the same day. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, if you would like to reach us, Liz, how can they reach us? Reach out to us via email. Listeners, we want to hear what you're thinking. We want to know what your ideas are for things we should have on the show. We do our best to represent things that might interest all of us as coaster enthusiasts, but I know there's something that you'd like to hear more about and we want to deliver. So reach out to us podcast at aceonline.org and discord if you're on the ace discord there is a writer channel so if you have an amazing coaster story or you would like to be on the show and you would like to tell us about your amazing coaster road trip if you've rented an rv and driven across the u.s or across you know whatever country you're in we want to hear about it if you want to be on the show you can also reach out to us and podcast at aceonline.org. Liz, thank you for getting up the courage to come on the show. You are welcome, John. I love working on the podcast, so this is an exciting new turn for me, but mostly I'll be here writing your show notes. Well, I can tell you, our show notes would not be as good as they are had you not been the volunteer that helps keep them going. I love doing it, so I'm glad to be here. Ride With Us is produced by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, a registered 501c3 organization. Visit RideWithAce.com for additional information, and we will see you at the parks.